0: Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Our conversation today will revisit the beauty markets as we will discuss the implications of recent rate activity to performance and sentiment, portfolio themes to consider and more. Uh, Joining me for the conversation, glad to welcome back to Top of the Morning, Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So Kathleen, good morning, welcome back, and looking forward to our conversation today.
1: Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me back.
0: Absolutely. So, Kathleen, as our listeners, our clients know on a monthly basis, we do like to uh, check in, touch base, and talk about the Muni Market Guide, the flagship piece, which you run lead on. With that in mind, Kathleen, maybe we can begin with a performance update on Muni. Since we last spoke, much attention has been paid to rising U.S. interest rates. Curious how the recent rate activity, Kathleen, has impacted Muni performance and investor sentiment. What can you share with us there? Sure, Dan.
1: Yeah, we have received an uptick on questions on the impact of rising rates on munis, you know, over the past month or so. As a point of reference, the yield on the benchmark 10-year government note jumped by about 40 basis points in the space of four weeks. That benchmark yield did get as high as 1.7% before drifting a little bit lower in recent days. To now hover about 1.6 percent um, this morning. At the same time, AAA 10-year Muni benchmark yields climbed by about 30 basis points to now rest at about one and a quarter percent, reflecting those higher rates. Investment returns on tax and paper has declined for the third straight month. That said, on a year-to-date basis, munis are still posting a modest positive return of 0.6%. By comparison, an index of U.S. Treasury securities are down by 3%, while investment-grade corporate debt have posted losses of roughly 1.3%. So we are seeing munis hold up better than their taxable counterparts.
0: So Kathleen, as a follow-up, how has this performance translated to fund flows?
1: Uh, sure, Dan. I mean, not surprisingly, the negative monthly return prints from munis have prompted a slowdown in the pace of assets flowing into muni mutual funds. We generally see inflows when total returns are positive, and by contrast, outflows when total returns turn negative. In this instance, we witnessed a sharp slowdown in net cash flows going into investment-grade muni funds, At the same time, lower-rated high-yield muni funds have seen outflows in three out of the past four weeks.
0: Given that we're well into the fourth quarter at this point, I'm curious, through the balance of the quarter and really the year, what's your current outlook for muni performance, taking into account some key legislative developments in Washington, which we're monitoring very closely this week?
1: Sure, Dan, I'm happy to. I mean, with the fourth quarter now underway, you know, we have seen an uptick in volatility compared to, what we saw in the summer months, you know, muni yields have climbed by about 10 basis points to 30 basis points along the curve. At the same time, the technical backdrop is a bit weaker, performance is softer as well as we just spoke about. Going forward, our taxable rate strategists do see treasury rates trending slightly higher by year end. As long as that rate rise is modest, we don't believe it'll be overly harmful to muni performance. The sector can still end the year with A slightly positive return in our view. At this stage, as you just mentioned, I mean, all eyes do remain on D.C. politics, particularly this week. As you already know, there are a wide variety of issues now under consideration by Congress that do have important implications for muni supply demand dynamics in the years ahead. We did discuss these in details in, you know, many, many times during the year in our research reports. Tax policy and infrastructure spending make that list and You know, we're just going to stay tuned to see what we uh, hear this week.
0: should be an interesting few days ahead down in D.C., though with that broader outlook in mind, Kathleen, I know on a monthly basis you do highlight some portfolio themes investors may consider within the Muni Market Guide. Any standouts for this month that you'd like to share with us today?
1: Sure, Dan. I mean, as you said, you know, we we generally highlight three themes for Muni investors to consider in our Municipal Market Guide. In this month's edition, our um, themes include, um, one is to position in high coupon premium bonds in the face of rising rates. We do prefer higher coupon 4.5% to 5% premium bonds, defensive characteristics. Bear in mind that premium bonds can offer greater price protection than par or discount bonds during periods of rising rates. By contrast, low-coupon bonds are more sensitive to interest rate changes, and generally underperformance rates rise when other factors are all held constant. The second theme we talk about is to practice portfolio diversification. We want our um, research followers to bear in mind that CIO provides detailed research coverage for 600 municipal obligors nationwide, that is via our Municipal Risk Assessment Credit Frameworks. This coverage does span across nine different sectors and serves as a useful guide for investors seeking diversification opportunities. And the third theme we talk about is muni high yields. We get a lot of questions about what's happening in the muni high yield space, you know, for that extra tax-exempt income that's available there. We have seen the recent pullback in yields create some better absolute value in lower rate immunities. As a point of reference, the yield on the high-yield muni market as a whole has moved higher by about 25 basis points to now sit at 3.23%. That is up from under 3% in mid-September. That said, if we look at credit quality spreads, those spreads still remain narrow, and they are hovering around their pre-pandemic tight relationship of about 200 basis points. Therefore, against that backdrop, we reiterate our view to hold high-yield munis for incremental tax-exempt income. But better entry points may occur in the weeks or months ahead for investors with fresh capital to deploy. So we'll be watching for that.
0: Kathleen, thank you for highlighting some of those portfolio themes for us. So as we begin to close out our conversation for today, I know as we do on a monthly basis, we like to spend some time on the Spotlight article within the Muni Market Guide. For this month, it focuses on pension obligation bonds. So what can you share with us there, Kathleen?
1: Uh, Sure, Dan. I'm happy to. Our credit team did choose to throw a spotlight on pension obligation bonds. They're commonly known as POBs. This month, for two principal reasons, you know, the first is that we've seen a spike in issuance of these types of bonds over the past year, grabbing some headlines. For example, thus far in 2021, about 80 municipal issuers brought POBs to market. That's up from only about 20 issuers two years earlier. And second, the drivers of POB issuances as well as the investment risks are often misunderstood. Thus, we felt that a brief primer was in order. The key takeaways are the following. Pension obligation bonds represent a risk transfer and a fundamental wager on future investment returns. Therefore, we believe investors should exercise caution when considering investment in POBs unless the issuer has a sound underlying financial profile. And the second key takeaway there is that in most instances, we do see POBs as an indicator of potential future fiscal stress that investors should be mindful of.
0: Well, Kathleen, thank you very much for dropping by top of the morning today to keep us up to date on recent developments within the Muni space, what's been driving performance, and as always, helpful to hear your near-term outlook. As we mentioned earlier, plenty happening within D.C. that could impact Muni markets, so we'll indeed look forward to picking back on our conversation on munis with you next month.
1: Okay, great, Dan. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Kathleen. And again, today we've been joined by Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist American with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So as a reminder to our clients and our listeners, the UBS Chief Investment Office does author a variety of publications and blogs that touch on timely market developments, asset classes, and portfolio allocation. Uh, These resources can all be located on UBS.com forward slash CIO, including of course the publication which Kathleen has been making reference to today, the most recent Municipal Market Guide. This is a monthly piece a title of the latest edition is munis in the home stretch so for clients of ubs you can contact your financial advisor if you would like to learn more about today's topics or receive a copy of that publication directly top of the morning is part of the ubs market moves podcast channel which is available where podcasts are found including on apple podcasts spotify TuneIn, stitcher and pandora visit ubs.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering as as well as the new UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Dan Cassidy. Thank you for joining us.